Welcome back for another episode of Wave On. I'm Misty, your host in Sylvan Lake, Michigan. Luna Moon, sup yoga, on the water, beautiful weekend. Weather's been amazing in the last few days. We had a ton of rain before all that. And I'm still thinking about this past weekend. Uh, we had a lot of fun on Saturday. I got to meet up with uh, Jen, Live Love Sup, and Julie, Uplift Adventures. And she's on the podcast today. And she gets to share uh, about her message and, and women empowerment and the classes that she leads. But I love that she paints these little rocks. And I got one uh, as a little takeaway, Mermaid at Heart, as the one I picked up. It's blue and a little bit of pink color, upliftmindbodyspirit.com. And uh, we talk a lot about growth, whether you're the student or or the owner, entrepreneurial side perspective. And, uh, and during our paddle on Saturday, we had one student who got a private lesson from three coaches on her <laughs> on her about paddling, falling, getting back up on the board. And uh, yeah, she had quite the workout. And uh, we had a lot of fun as well, just even learning from one another. Uh, you know, the the more that you are involved with something, it's you still find ways to improve uh, your skill, the way you verbally even coach somebody, the words and terms that you use. And uh, it's, it's always a learning in, in atmosphere. And that's what's super fun. And that's a lot about this episode and uh, the way that people learn or come over their fears and challenges. And uh, this is a great, po- great podcast episode uh, about that. And classes have been amazing. Even on Sunday, we had the boards bar and brunch. It was uh, we held. It was awesome. We had jelly jams for for brunch and uh, girls came out and had lot of fun doing the bar and just a, just another empowerment morning, Sunday morning. So we have one more of those coming up in August. August is jam-packed. And if you want to get on my newsletter, I send one out monthly with a lot of tips and just um, info about yoga even. And uh, that is once a month. And I might even be a little behind this month because August is jam-packed. I have a girls' sup camp coming up and then teacher trainings as well. So I, I suggest maybe even just uh, sending me an, an email, lunamoonsup at gmail.com if you want to get involved. Go to the website, lunamoonsupyoga.com, and that's where you can sign up for a newsletter or create your profile. Uh, I might be going even through a little bit of changes, too, which are always a little sticky uh, behind the scenes, uh, but I'll keep you posted if you're already a member. Uh, so let's dive into this episode. Again, lunamoonsupyoga.com, and let's dive in. Let's hear what Julie has to say. Welcome to the show, Julie. It's so good to have you on and uh, share. Obviously, we've got a lot of similar uh, interests and um, things that we do with paddleboarding on the water and everything. And I'm 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 happy to have you on to just share your your side of it, though. I appreciate you having me on. I feel honored to have uh, this experience with you. Yeah, thank you. It's uh it's been a, a quite the endeavor with uh, Wave On podcast and. Uh, just connecting a lot of um, uh, paddleboarders, suppers uh, around the world. That's awesome. I, that's uh, I think what the the heart of paddleboarding is all about is community and building that sport in our community, and that's 
why I got into everything I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. So you, I mean, obviously you're probably super busy. I always say this time of the year for anybody that wants to get on the water in a seasonal state, Michigan, uh, it's like you're slammed and then boom, all of a sudden it's done. And then you're like, well, now what? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's, um, it's sort of my, uh, inaugural, I guess, summer of really kicking it off as Uplift Adventure Retreats. Um, I did start doing things last summer, but sort of at the tail end of summer with COVID and all restrictions that we had. Um, and, you know, so it's it's been interesting to see. I sort of started to swing into the Uplift Adventure Retreats in the middle of winter with um, weekend retreats that involved uh, snowshoeing and fat terror biking. And I provide all the the food and accommodations for uh, a full weekend with women. Um, But yeah, so this has been really cool to see how the summer is sort of unfolding and and picking up and it's busy and awesome and fun. Oh, that's cool about the, uh, the winter, the winter ideas doing stuff like that. Yeah. So I, I try to involve a little bit of just non-threatening adventure seeking, um, growth opportunities, I guess, for women where, you know, not to leave the, the guys out or anything, but that's where I found, um, a lot of my growth happened with adventure or trying different sports and, I kept seeing that women were sort of intimidated by how fast their pace was or if they were holding anybody back when there were guys involved. So I thought it might be cool to provide opportunities where it's just women. It's it's a no drop, no worry sort of situation. And we can all learn it at different paces. Yeah. Oh, that's perfect. Do you have do you have some of those kind of coming up? Are you planning any? Um, yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm finishing off the summer with uh, an October retreat coming up. Um, it's the second week of October, so we'll still involve the paddle boards because I thought uh, it would be really cool to have a SUP um, colors tour. Mm-hmm. So we'll do a lot of the paddle boarding, uh, involve a lot of the hiking, and then during uh, January or February, I'm trying to decide on dates still. Um, I partner up with Sutton's Bay Bike and Surf um, and coordinate some of those itineraries for rentals and touring. Nice. Uh, those, yeah, I typically do up in that area just to, for the convenience factor of that. So, yeah, we'll definitely be doing that again. That was a big hit with uh, a lot of a lot of the adventurers yeah. out there. What's nice is that, I I mean, we're, we're just outside of Detroit. You're not far from, from me. I'm, I'm like over in the Lakeville, Lakeville, like I call it with all the pocket of little lakes, but up North, uh, Traverse city area with all of those, um, little spots. So it's super cool to have that kind of like in our backyard. Absolutely. Uh, Yeah. I mean that, um, you know, I like local, but I feel like, uh, for that sense of, even just driving three or four hours away, you get to sort of escape the daily pressures. Um, Cause I sort of toy with the idea of doing something a little bit more local, but again, um, just for the, the clientele that I have around the Metro Detroit area, it seems like 
you kind of get to shift your thinking, your feelings when you get to, you know, even drive just a few hours up to our, you know, the upper side of our, our, our beautiful state. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I do have one um, that's already fully booked, but um, August next oh. weekend. Oh, wow. Nice. Next week. Yeah, so that'll be, um, we're on a house on the, on a private lake and, um, sort of, con- you know, just, I tailor it to all different activities on the water and, uh, including introduction and lessons, but also the sup fit and, and just playing and having fun with paddling in general. Yeah. And, uh, does it take a, a lot to like really plan a lot of these, these events? Um, yeah, it, you know, the food is, is really where the, I'm a one woman show. So yeah. uh, food is always where I seem to like get the most planning that I have to figure out or, um, also trailing a full trailer of 10 boards and, uh, wondering where I'm going to put a trailer or how I'm going to get gas at different rest stops. <laughs> Those are my stressors. Yeah. <laughs> get there and you know have the group of women uh and we're you know it's it's very organic at that point but um making sure that I like to make sure everybody's taken care of and some people have different dietary restrictions so um mm-hmm. yeah just feel that doesn't take uh, a lot of my attention away from the group so prepping those things in advance is where really where I focus uh the attention the the few days leading up to yeah it's um it's so hard that what you just said the 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 one woman show it's um I, I mean lately I've I, I kind of say this every summer but then I think oh I'm doing fine I've, I've got it handled and then something comes up and you're just like oh, if I just had that intern maybe that 17 year old who has one more summer before college starts and they or if I got lucky enough to even find someone that was a super water enthusiast that uh, wants to go to school even for, you know, an outdoorsy um, type of degree. I'm, I'm lacking the, the title of that. But, uh, yeah, and, and, then, and then I think, no, it's not that that I need. I need um, – if I had an admin, that would be awesome. An admin or someone to write my descriptions for all my social media posts, that would be awesome. <laughs> them at the least well it's I'm like uh, it's there not there (laughs) yeah right right and then and then like when I when I'm lately my 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 frustration lately has really been with my um signups my uh my calendar my planner and um I've had I've had them for a few years now uh but uh, there's also another one that kind of approached me and, and showed me a deal and like you know a better app system and everything and I'm like oh uh, yeah. do I make the jump you know like it, and it, it's it's those decisions even you know yeah I um it's funny because technology is uh, I kind of grew up right in that era before we had at home computers so technology wasn't really ever my forte. And, um, I've always, I work in a school system. I love my help desk, um, use them as often as possible. Um, so I'm always like, if I had a help desk, (laughs) this would be really, but, um, sort of just you running and managing my own website, 
Um, I did switch booking platforms because I was getting very frustrated with the one I was using prior and it was very limiting for amount of events I could use. Um, I went with a particular booking platform for ease and not having to sort of like write, jot down names and keep track of every person that, you know, signs up or something. And then it's funny because, you know, I, I create like these, um, different things on my own calendar and what I've found to be the case is that people are booking me for private events and I'm back to writing down names on a calendar. Oh, really? And yeah. Yeah. Doing the Venmo thing again and um, do it, which I'm not complaining at all, but it's like, well, I sort of, you know, tried one approach and then people, you know, end up wanting to do it sort of a, the other way I was doing it anyways. Um, so yeah, I haven't found the easiest uh, way of doing it. I'm I'm sort of like writing down names in a notebook prior to getting there, and making sure everybody checks in. Yeah, which um, sh should be all handled sort of with my um, my booking platform. And yeah, just those kind of little details that you're always sort of working on with the advertisement, trying to figure out the best way to do a waiver. Yeah, electronic ink. There's just a constant, uh, I always feel like there's a million little things. It's like that TV show, right? A, mil a million little things to do. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, when you're trying to grow as well or try to do other things, other events maybe, and and then you come to realize, well, I, maybe I'm at capacity here. Like I, you know, I, I mean, I'm sure there's always room for growth, but you got to make another step to get to that other part of growing, you know, and, and I feel like that's sort of where me personally, where I'm at, because I, I'm using this platform. And um, although they have like a lot of things like choices and, th and, and ways to do stuff in the system, uh, it's, it's the user experience that's not really nailed down. You know, and, and some people have no problem at all. And then there's others that, oh, all the problems in the world. They can't can't sign up, can't pay, don't know where the waiver is, you know. And <laughs> and I'm just like, maybe I this is all I can handle, like, with this system right now. And I need to, you know, think about making this switch. And then if things are a lot easier, then, of course, you can grow more because you don't have to do more admin things or, like, you know, all these little other little things that you have to do because we have all this equipment then. It's like, yeah, <laughs> well, then it becomes, you know, trusting your people, right. Yeah. And have uh, duplicates of you. And, and I always feel like, uh, you know, coming from, I did a lot of group fitness um, instructing and sort of the, uh, you know, the experience that you provide in, in a group fitness class it's organic to you. People come for you and right. your personality and what you have to say. And so if you get into somebody else writing, you know, even a post or doing your ad, it sort of doesn't have your stamp on it. Right. Yes. So there's, you know, uh, how do you create more of yourself or do you hand off certain tasks that aren't as personable to you? Um, it's always interesting. I, I like to think about that too, because I like my little, my little side hustle here and it's fun. And it's, I, I sort of enjoy the growth of all of those aspects, even the ones that challenge me, maybe yeah. even most, 
because they make me grow. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like what is or what would be the next step and how would that look? I, mm-hmm. Well, that limit what could be my next, you know, I always try to figure, I always try to think that, you know, I, I might not know how it's supposed to look and, and it, it's going to arrive when it arrives. Right. That's true too. So I could have the best laid plan. Like I probably did earlier in the summer with my schedule, but then it arrives how it's going to arrive. And, you know, maybe the next step for you also is the growth potential that might be even bigger than you have organized in your own brain of what you're capable of. So, yeah, it's, um, it's funny because when you, when you talk about it like that, it's, um, it's like, you know, what you're passionate about and what, you know, what drives you to do what you're doing. So like taking and accepting the challenge, but then also that, that game plan you might have already had in your mind, it's, it may not come out like that exactly. So when someone, when someone asks like, you know, where are you going with all of this? I I, I was asked this and I, cause the last, uh, podcast, it was, a, it was about me. I, I, I got interviewed on my own show, <laughs> which usually, I don't know if it happens that way, but, um, anyway, we talk about that a little bit because I, I, the question was served to me like, well, where are you going with all of this? And it's like, well, I don't know if I have the direct answer. It, it's it's just that I know what I'm passionate about, what I want to do, or, or things that are in my mind like, yeah, I've thought about that. That would be cool. Um, but uh, it's it's almost like you just, you got your, your head down, you're doing the work, you're, you know, there, you're doing the classes, you know, you're, you're dealing with the equipment and everything. And uh, the bigger picture, I mean, it just, it'll, it'll come out when, when it's ready, you know? So it's, it's a back and forth because, you know, a lot of podcasts I listened to and a book I read that I think was one of the the best books I've read in the last year, Essentialism talks about, you know, really knowing what your outcome is or what your, your ultimate goal is and learning to say no to everything else. Right. So that you have the time, the resources and, you know, the passion for what, what it is you want your, your outcome to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and I go, I go back and forth because, you know, as I'm living through that passion and doing the work, things come my way. And I do say no to quite a few things that I'm like, well, that's not really in line with what I want this to be. But it's constantly questioning what is it you want this to be to make sure you say yes or no to the right things. Um, But also leaving that variable, that unknown factor of, and I don't, I don't know, maybe I'll be on a Ted talk someday and explain all the, you know, the stuff that's gone life or maybe I'll be talking to a group of kids on a stage at an assembly I don't know but Mm -hmm. I I I don't necessarily like even talking publicly to people (laughs) so it's it's hard for me to have that you know I'll probably listen back to this and be like oh my god my voice like (laughs) like I, I hate um hearing myself speak but um but I uh 
you know, it's good to keep forcing yourself to do things that you're uncomfortable with and growing. Yeah, I think that that's key because uh, I, when starting the podcast, I thought that. I'm like, I don't know if I can listen to my my own voice. And now I've gotten used to it. But I will say, I think everyone is in that most or in that that boat where they they listen back they're like oh I had one that didn't even want to listen to her podcast she's like I'm not even gonna listen to it because I I know I will hate my voice and I I was like well maybe you should just let some time go by and then go back to it and then who knows maybe I'll have you back on the show again yeah so she kind of liked that idea (laughs) that's good that's good yeah but it is it is all about um uh growth and, and and challenging yourself and I feel like that's the same for people that come out for classes to learn how to paddleboard. And if they've never done it before, uh, I mean, that might be a whole new like surface of a challenge for somebody. And, you know, every once in a while you get that extreme version that they're afraid of the water even, you know? Yeah. And there's always like that, that one that, that comes to you like that. I mean, have you had one like that recently? Um, well, the girl that we were with the other day, that was an interesting um, situation because she came to, it, you know, was referred to me blindly. Um, I I knew I was going to get out and paddle either way, so we just worked with her. But yeah. I kind of thought of it after. I'm like, man, she got her money's worth, like, in a huge way with, like, you there. Yeah. <laughs> she had three coaches as a private lesson. <laughs> on one person, I was like, man, that like that girl, you know, but it was really cool to see her grow so much in such a short period of time. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, at her, I've had another, um, one of the moms of one of my girl scouts was just, I mean, just shaking as soon as she, I mean, it took her a while to stand up, then her legs were shaky. And, um, you know, by the end of an hour and a half, two hours with that particular mom, she was like, well, now I, you know, I just started getting comfortable. She like, um, she grew so much in a short period of time and it's just, you know, time on water, that unintimidating situation. Um, I, I think brand new people are probably my favorite people to work with. Honestly, mm-hmm. like the ones that are afraid are like, they're my favorites. Yeah. Um, cause you get an opportunity to see such huge growth, you know, it's fun to work with people that are super comfortable or kids that are playing on the water right? and then pushing them in their own way. Um, but there's something really rewarding to see somebody overcome such a huge fear and even tackle it really. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that happens mountain biking too, uh, getting somebody out, to ride and making it really unintimidating and less fearful for them. And within a couple of hours, they have to recategorize who they thought they were and what they were able to do. Yeah. And so I, that's, that's like the aha moment that I look for and love, like with anything I do, whether it's counseling or teaching or training or coaching, it's that like that one spark where somebody has turned on a light bulb about them, about their own, you know, uh, confidence or capabilities. And so, yeah, that's, that's what I love. Yeah. It's, uh, you learn, you learn from them. I mean, I mean, who you're talking about, we went for this paddle with, uh, 
with uh, her, and and she had the little ladder talking about yeah. falling the ladder, and I was I'm like, well, I've never sure. even seen that. Yeah, the little stuff. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I know, and I thought, wow, I want to go like maybe do a little mock up of this or something because, you know. You wouldn't have that conversation, really, if uh, people are super confident getting back on their board and and falling yeah. and stuff. And Target misty stirrups, <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, I and I'm I'm well, and I'm in, in, in my head because you know Jen was with us, and I'm even I was even telling her because she goes, oh, I, I want to try to do like some sort of prototype. And I said, well, I'm just now learning how to use a sewing machine. So this might be an opportunity for me to try to like do a little, little prototype of some kind. Like how fun would that be, you know, for your, yeah. for your paddleboard. But yeah, how genius, like, I don't know. It, it was just, it was just a cool, a cool thing, you know, another aspect into paddleboarding. Yeah, no, and I, I, I love it. And like, I've had uh, an opportunity to work with some young girls that were uh, Girl Scouts, sort of in that tween age. And, you know, it's really interesting to see the ones that you think are going to be like, really confident, sometimes are very shy or insecure. And I had one girl that was, I mean, she didn't even want to get on her feet you know, convinced her to get on her feet. And then she was sort of holding her paddle, like, you know, super close. So no, I can't get it to go. It's like, well, spread your arms out mm-hmm. and just sort of coaching her into her own. She's a taller girl. Um, I'm like, you've got what none of us have. You have a lever that if you, if used properly, you can beat all of us. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, sort of watch, you know, I think I was never tall. I still am not tall. So I think that there's yeah. an, another sort of, um, you know, thing that comes with growing up being maybe taller than your classmates that makes you a little insecure. And, yeah. you know, seeing that we all we all come with these these limiting thoughts of ourselves or our insecurities, no matter what shape or size, even if we're tall and skinny or short and squatty growing up, we, we mm-hmm. sort of like uh, things that we think are going to hold us back when, um, sometimes they end up being our superpower. Right. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I never thought of it like that. Exactly. I had one real tiny girl, um, for her age, uh, a couple summers ago and, um, you know, there's a lot of kids, few moms, but they went ahead and she was having so much trouble, like turning, navigating, switching the paddle from side to side. And, um, I, I ironically had my smaller board with me. I was using it because the, the rest of the fleet was on the water. So I was uh, using a, my 8.6 little um, hybrid paddleboard surfboard thing. And uh, I, I said, you know, I think we should, we should switch boards. Um, you take my short board, I'll, and I'll take that board. I, I just, you know, watching her try to move this big board 10 six board around and she got on that board then and then I could kind of coach her a little bit more you know like I'm, I'm you know moving the paddle because the paddle was sized for her but the it just felt like the board there's too much board in front of her feet you know and and and, and then it was wider too because those are the ones I use for yoga and uh I, I I'm just glad I had that board with me that I was using the shorty and I could switch with her and then she was having a better experience but it was a lot of coaching still to get her 
to turn and then, okay, now move the paddle front to back. Absolutely. Yeah, there was something that was that, that just wasn't like clicking the, the coordination part, you know. But she loved it after we could kind of get away from this one part of the lake and get her, you know, moving with the rest of the group a little bit. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that was one of, that was a challenge, you know, for me I, that I wasn't expecting at all, you know, cause she was, she was dying to go, but she was also willing to keep going. She wasn't going to, going to give up. I've had, I've had another one in the past. I can remember that gave right up because that hand coordination of moving the paddle it wasn't really so much the board length for her. It was just that she could not understand the side, which, you know, which, why do I keep switching sides? And then there was, I would tell her to flip, you know, which hand you have on top. And instead she was crossing the arms over each other. Right. And she gave up like within five minutes. She was like, I'm not, I'm swimming yeah. back. She was actually going to get off the board and swim back. And I'm like, wait, where are you going? <laughs> I'm swimming back. No, you're not swimming. I'll, I'll, I'll tow you back. You're not going to swim back to the dock. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I had another one that was one of my favorites from last year, an older lady who, um, it was on a sip and sup where we were paddling out and then going to do a wine tasting after. And, yeah. uh, she was very uncertain about standing up and, she did. She fell in as soon as she got up. Um, she did the back pedal awkward, you know, wave in the air and, yeah. and fell. In. And, um, she got back up on the board on her knees. I said, okay, you know, take some time when you're ready. We'll try this again. This is what you did wrong and kind of walked her through it and tell she was, you know, angry with herself mm -hmm. <laughs> i use a different word but we're on a podcast <laughs> <laughs> and so she breathed a little bit i'm like okay so now this time we're gonna try to you know she fell again mm -hmm. again <laughs> she did the back pedal again i said um okay this is again you got to keep your feet stable don't walk on the board the board's gonna walk out from underneath you mm -hmm. and I promise you, if you listen and try it one more time, we'll get you up. And she did. And after that, she was paddling for the rest of the hour. But I was so proud of her determination mm -hmm. and her grit. And it's like, like I was just reading, uh, I'm reading Wolfpack by Abby Wambach right now. And it's a super simple, great book for any age. Yeah. But one of the things I read this morning was a, a woman that doesn't quit will never fail. And so, I mean, that's bottom line is you, you can never fail if you never quit because mm -hmm. there's always opportunity to succeed if you keep going. So, you know, that's, it's cool to see the young girls uh, get involved in some of these things and learn. Cause I think, I don't know about you, but a lot of people that have come to me, they've all had like one experience paddle boarding and they basically rented it, whether mm -hmm. it's on a lake or on an ocean, somebody gave them equipment, gave them no instruction. Exactly. They didn't have the greatest experience, um, which is cool that they're giving it another shot in another forum. And I'm grateful for that. But uh, I think a lot of people think it's, 
it's it, it's not difficult, but it's like anything when you are properly instructed, it's not difficult to do. Mm-hmm. But if somebody just hands you any kind of equipment, you know, there's a good chance that you're going to get frustrated and have a sense of failure without knowing how to use it. Totally. So, yeah. So I'm just uh, excited to sort of, I don't know, see it grow, especially with the young community of kids. Our lake has typically been, um, and I was just thinking about this over the weekend, we went out boating and it's certain bays that are very party central or party oriented and, um, you know, sort of also adapting uh, or changing the mindset of that party style of boating to Fort Lake or combining boating with sports is um, something I'm hoping to see continue to grow. I think it's getting there. Mm-hmm. I think the are, are sort of getting on board with paddle boarding and using it as a sport, but um, hoping to, to keep that surge going forward. Yeah, definitely. I, I think more people are, um, you know, starting to realize that. And, um, and it's actually a, an, another kind of topic that we, uh, we discussed in that last podcast episode where um, between even boats, different boats, pontoon, party boat, um, and then even the environmental part of it, like uh, uh, what was mentioned was more, more or less like the lazy river r- tubing. And, you know, there's a lot of drinking that goes on. And while some of that might wind up in the, in the river, you know, whether it's cups or cans or just plastic and stuff. And, um, I, you know, I don't actually have the answer for that either, but I, I, I just know that I have an, I have an appreciation for, you know, a power boat versus a pontoon when I want to just, you know, watch sunset and have a chill night or like the other day when we, we were wake surfing, which is, you know, super fun, you know, and, uh, it's active too. And, you know, I, I like all of it, but I, I also pick up plastic when I do see it in the lake, you know? Yeah. 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 Um, hopefully, you know, no matter what anybody's doing out there, that they're conscientious of conserving our our lake and, and, uh, the environment we have. So, Mm -hmm. you know, that's key. Yeah. uh, Being aware, you know, that there are people, I think there's becoming more of an awareness when I get out and I paddleboard for sport or for, um, for fitness, you know, there seems to be uh, more of an awareness that that occurs across the lake where before it might've been, you know, somebody driving past me by boat wondering if I'm, you know, shipwrecked or something <laughs> like what's this person doing out there? <laughs> yeah, that is true. I, I mean, yes, I've had different comments sort of like that. Um, especially in the beginning of, um, you know, I've been here 10 years in Sylvan Lake. So and they think in the beginning, uh, what are you doing and why? And especially when you go by the boat club, they're like, you know, this is a lot more fun over here than <laughs> you look like you're doing a lot of work. <laughs> the, uh, the no wake kind of go by on a paddleboard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, we, I think some, sometimes people still think like if I have the group, the group out that, that the jet skiers are trying to knock them off their board. Yeah, jet skiers. That's a whole 
topic. <laughs> <laughs> that is totally. <laughs> oh, the jet skiers. <laughs> the sharks of the lake. <laughs> the mosquitoes of the lake. No. There you go. Oh. <laughs> That's another one. Oh uh, my gosh. Um happened in my video there. There you that. go. Yeah. No, that that was so fun though, meeting up on on Saturday, uh, the three of us, and then you had the the newbie. The that was a that was an awesome paddle. It was something different. Yeah, yeah. I mean, typically I don't have just again. I don't normally have like just one person that I'm working with, but I'm like, oh, the weather and yeah. But I want to go out and paddle either way, so I'm just um, you know, she was uh, camping at that particular um, metro park so she was going to be there regardless I don't know I'm an I'm a sucker for somebody who just wants to do it regardless you know like yeah like all right we're gonna do this we're gonna have an awesome paddle either way <laughs> yeah exactly yeah that's the way that's the way I do it too I I even switch it up sometimes like um you know some some of the people that come out if they keep coming back you know you kind of get a, a relationship with them a little bit you kind of can't help yeah. it, you know? And, uh, you know, cause it's like, we talk during the paddle, uh, you know, we take pictures, they keep coming back. You get to know them a little bit. So we did something completely different last week where we went off. We actually, we, we were able to get rid of part of, cause of where we, we, um, launched, uh, I got rid of the one part of the paddle that they see all the time. And I took them a little bit farther. So it's almost like we picked up it spot B and then went on to like C and D. So they got to see more of the lake that they typically don't get to see when I have more newbies out that I know that aren't going to make it that far. So that was kind of yeah. nice. I like, I, and that's the first time I, I did that. I just totally switched it up and said, no, we're going to see some more canals and you know, I think I, um, I change up what I'm doing almost every time I go out, depending on the group I have, the wind conditions. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm taking groups out typically at, uh, the Metro park I'm at has mm -hmm. canal has a bay. It has a Marina. So I can, um, sort of figure out where the group is at pretty assess them pretty quickly. Yeah. And then, uh, again, if I get like where they come out multiple times, where I had a girl bring out multiple groups, you know, I don't want to have do the same thing, even if it's just her that's doing the same thing. And it's a whole other group. She was like, I'm like, okay, we're doing this other thing today. And she's like, Oh, I was hoping that we were going to do something different. Like, so she was really excited that we were going on a completely different route and, cool. you know, a different group that I was with. Um, so yeah, just sort of tapering it or uh, tailoring it, I should say to uh, the particular group that, that I'm with. And I think that's a little bit of the group fitness background, you know, so you're, you kind of go in with the plan. Mm -hmm. I I'm thinking about my sub fit group and I've got eight people and one of them is a guy. I did open it up to men and women, but I've never had a guy thus far sign up. So I'm like, this guy is the smartest guy <laughs> ever. Like he's one guy in seven, eight, well, eight you? chicks if you count. Totally. Um, Paddleboards <laughs> on a hot That's... summer day. Oh, awesome! But so I'm gonna be, you know, 
taking them out and and uh, doing a workout with them and sort of tailoring the music. But you have the best laid plan. But if you know if somebody's struggling with balance, or I'm sure you you get this all the time with doing yoga, like you sort of learn what level they're at and start to add mm-hmm. more of what is going to be the best fit. So yeah, you know, it's kind of it's kind it always makes it sort of an organic one time fits all for that particular instance sort of feel. Yeah. Do you use anchors for the paddle fit? Yes. So um, originally I had just a few anchors. I was like, ah, oh, you know, whatever. Um, and then I had a small group the first time and it was like 12 mile an hour winds. <laughs> and I was like even getting to the spot. Oh. that I mean, we're, we're secluded. Like nobody's going to blow out to the lake. Yeah. But I had young girls sign up that I was like, okay, I got to go. I had uh, leashes on every board to sign up to these, these uh, anchors or to sign up to, or to tie up, I should say, to the anchors or to tie up to um, each other. But that was, um, it was probably a good first experience because I was like, okay, they were all, you know, great sports about it. But I'm like, yeah, she's not going to make it back. I've, I'll be right back, ladies. I got to go get this one. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, track down somebody and hook them on to you. And, okay, let's paddle back, like, to the group. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I did that once already this summer, too. Same thing. We're, it was for yoga. And I've got the pod. So they, they anchor in, or dock into the pod. And the wind took her and yeah. I'm, I'm hooking everybody in. So I'm already at the pod and I'm, and it was a full class and I'm, so I'm hooking them all in. So my head's down, I'm, I'm doing the carabiners and everything. And, um, then, I, then someone said, Oh, well, what about Barb? And I was like, where's Barb? And I looked, she's over there, like fighting the wind, can't turn, you know? So I was like, all right, um, can I, <laughs> Can I can I use your board for a second? Because I gave up my board because I'm on the pod, and um, so she switches spots with me. This girl gets hops onto the pod. I take her board, and thinking always having like a plan D E and on down the line in my head. I was like, all right, I do not have my little. Um, I, sometimes I keep a little line with me in case so- something like that happens. But usually it's more for like a paddle night. And so I took the strap of the life jacket, hooked it to her D ring. And I, cause I, first I was like, I'm going to coach you. And then it wasn't really working. Uh, she was just way too, she was already too frustrated at that point. You know, it was already over her head. I'm holding up the group. I'm embarrassed, you know, all this. And I, I told her, no, don't, don't, this is your first time out, you know, and you were in wind. It's not, it's not easy when it's when we are in wind. And I hooked on that life jacket strap to her D ring. And I said, just follow my lead. Like what? Like just pet, keep paddling. But when I change sides, you change sides. So just, just follow my lead. And then, and we didn't have very far to go to get to the pod, but I was like, you know, don't be embarrassed. They're not, they're over there talking. They're, they're not like, Oh, Barb doesn't know what she's doing. I mean, they're not thinking that at all, you know, and she was fine after that, but. Yeah, that was one of my saves I had to go grab. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the girls are great about it. But it is, that's just, isn't that funny? That's the story that we all have in our head is that, you know, which is, again, kind of like where this all began for me is the story that we have in our head is, 
I'm too slow. Mm -hmm. I'm not good at this. I'm, I'm the groups. I'm holding up the group. I'm the weak link. Yeah. What he is. And like you said, most of the time, like everybody else is into what they're like. Awesome. We get a break. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Doing their own thing, you know? Um, and that, again, I, that probably happened in group fitness where, you know, the heat kicks on and I'm leading a group and I got to go adjust the thermostat. So I'm like, okay, just keep squatting. You know, like, <laughs> doing some lunches. I'll be right back. Oh, 10 and nine. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Right. Um, but it's always sort of adjusting to the, the circumstances that you don't foresee. Right. Right. Yeah. And Barb's now been out a couple more times and she was leading the group the other night. She was in the lead. So (laughs) just to, just to end Barb's story, you know, she, you know, got more experience and she brought her friend and, you know, I was coaching the friend and now Barb is leading the group. She's up front, you know? Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm glad she didn't give up and she didn't let that hold her back, you know? Yeah, it's always interesting, you know, uh, so sometimes we'll talk uh, because it is like mind, body, spirit, Yeah. you know, sort of when we get back to shore, I'll ask the girl, I'm like, okay, so I heard you say, you know, I heard somebody say, I suck at this. And I was like, no, you don't suck at this. You're progressing at this. You're learning this. Mm-hmm. Like, and um you know, just different conversations or was that, was there a moment where you felt frustrated or you felt fearful? Like, how were you able to get past that moment? So taking some of those learning opportunities like Barb, where whatever she was saying inside, first of all, that's not positive. Don't say it out loud. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. I can never do this or I, you know, I'm never good at doing whatever. No, you, maybe you haven't been good at that, but you're working on getting better at that. Like just altering those conversations, whether they're internal dialogues or especially if we're going to say them out loud, let's make sure that we're not, you know, saying something negative to make it more powerful or more relevant. So that'd be interesting to talk to, to Barb and, and ask her, you know, what was the you know, especially since she's leading the pack down, like, what was your conversation with yourself after that? How did yeah. you get past, you know, mm-hmm. take that, that failure? Because if we're not failing, we're not learning. Right. It's about taking that failure and using it as fuel for leading the, the group the next time. Mm-hmm. Right. And if she didn't fail, maybe she wouldn't be as good of a leader. That's right. Because, yeah, that's right. Because, you know, I kind of relate it to water. Okay. You know, we can show up the water, be super calm. Yeah. It's super pretty to see that nice flat surface and you just glide right across it and you'll, you'll still have an experience, but when you have the rougher water, sometimes I think they have a little bit more fun with that because even if they go on their knees or sit, now you're getting a little splash from the water, maybe a little more cooled off from the wind. And, you know, maybe there's some more other waves that come behind you and kind of give you like this surfing push feeling. And, you know, and it, 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 I think it's a more enhanced experience. You might learn a little bit more about even uh, moving the board, uh, navigating 
and doing all that. If it's if it's super calm, you just cut across the lake. No big deal. Yeah, even on rainy days, like uh, the June retreat we had up north, we were on a, a river. And, you know, we'd paddle down the river to the lake and paddle back up. And so I knew there was rain coming and it wasn't going to be lightning or thunder or anything like that. So it's, it's water, it's safe, whatever. And mm-hmm. using that, that rain as sort of a motivator to now find your paddle stroke. And, you know, we, we practiced it, but now let's see how, how fast we can get down the river to get back. You know, let's, let's get that power stroke. Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, some of the, the windier or, I don't know, more challenging experiences are sometimes the most memorable for me. Yeah, I know. I, and it's funny because I think when I first started teaching, I, I, I it was almost like I was too much mother hen. I was like, oh, it's way too windy. It's, or, or you're not going to have a good experience. You're too, cause you're, you're new. I, I'm speaking more for like uh, people that are first coming out. And then this year I, I've just seen it completely different where they like more of the challenge. They like, mm-hmm. they're having more, they're actually having more fun with that than when it's just calm. And we might make it farther if it's calm, but right. I always tell them if we're going against the wind, we can, we can do it a couple different ways. We can do a, f- a few different circles and, you know, we just kind of ride the waves, let the wind push you back and you get uh, a little break almost. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then I, th- I think they really enjoy that. <laughs> yeah. That's really awesome. Makes it a different experience. I always say it's different every time you go out on the lake anyways. <laughs> like, there's always something that, I don't know, unexpected that happens or that you, something you see maybe. And it's just, it just. Is fun like that. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, it, it always is a different experience. I mean, you can't plan for half of the variables. So it's cool when you've got good people with a good mindset that are able to roll with it and learn from it. Um, yeah. And if they're struggling with that, like watching them grow with that struggle. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I mean, you've mostly done Michigan things, right? Yeah. Mostly a Michigan. I would love to, um, I've done some recon and some other locations and was just, uh, in Idaho, actually, um, Sandpoint, Idaho, which was really cool. Um, at some point I'd love to coordinate, uh, a retreat out of the state or even possibly out of the country with things opening up, but mm-hmm. I'm learning and so, sort of looking for those, uh, openings of logistics, you know, how to get, first of all, you got to have equipment yeah. <laughs> in those. Lo- that's the biggest thing, you know, you can get a location, you can, by getting, um, the resources and sort of coordinating all of that in another location that, you may not be as it's not like the back of your hand, like, like Sylvan Lake is, or like St. Clair is for me. Right. Uh, so, you know, having enough confidence that you can learn a, enough about that location to provide an experience for people that 
that enhances why they're doing it. Um, right. So, so yeah, I'm still sort of uh, letting my my vision on that one grow until I feel ready for that. Mm-hmm. I don't know about. Well, you know what I think is really important that, uh, you know, I'll admit that like, I I love a lot of comedians and I listen to a lot of their podcasts and stuff. Um, and they think that they should stay connected and support each other, even though like they run their own show, they go to different, you know, venues and do their own stand up comedy comedian, you know, and I feel the same about, uh, paddleboarder especially enthusiast not enthusiasts um entrepreneurial types that are the i'm it i'm the i am the show but you know communi- communicating or connecting with other ones we all have we we all bring like a different you oh, know sure. skill set to the table you know when it comes to collaborations and things like that yeah no i i think that's why i'm connecting with so many uh stop organizers and uh, adventurers around the world is, you know, maybe I will end up in Norway with a group, Um, you know, and and really I do that on a small scale already. When I go up to uh, Sutton's Bay and my, my friend Keith, he, he leads the ride. He leads the snowshoe adventure. He's, he's, That's that's his, that's his, his spot. And I could try to do what he does, but I wouldn't do it to the level and skill set that he, that's what he does. So, um, so I, I like coordinating and connecting all of these things and, and, you know, people that are good at what they do, there's no reason to not let them take the spotlight or the torch and, and run with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I feel very fortunate to have, somebody like him that we, you know, we work and collaborate with each other all the time. And, um, you know, he's got long hair, so I guess he's kind of like a girl. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He's great with, uh, you know, leading a a group of ladies. (laughs) It's, it's, uh, it's a whole other experience, especially in the winter when you're all just kind of raring to go you can't wait to get out and do something outdoorsy so um but yeah hopefully I'll be able to figure out what the best route is or who to connect well with um for some of these other spots that I would love to explore more of yeah that's awesome I love it it sounds really good sounds like all the good things kind sounds of like you need to collaborate and do some sort of like out of the country thing. And yeah, let, let's, Hey, we can talk about Maybe that. Abby and, and uh, crash Jen's party. Yeah. Wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> That'd be awesome. That would be super cool. That'd be really rad. And then we'll do another podcast. Yeah. We could do like a sandboarding down the dunes podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I saw them on Instagram trying to do that in uh, Silver Lake. By the way, what I saw, I saw the, at Silver Lake when Jen Jen was out there. They hit, they took the inflatable, and he was trying to take it down down the hill. They're down the dune. I saw it on Instagram. That's so funny. 
Yeah. They have sand boarding. At some point, I, I definitely need to try this out. I've As, seen it, too. I've seen it, too. Wave on radio, right? It's <laughs> like... <laughs> On radio. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I yeah. I mean, you know, I, I I mean, the podcast has been a great way to to really connect and highlight people, and um, Instagram helps too with the with images and stuff. Um, but uh, I mean, here in here in Michigan, I know a lot of people, but then been trying to you know, get more uh, around the world. So, yeah, so I, I, I was lucky to connect with sick Maui, um, as an ambassador. And I feel like they've been a, a great, uh, promoter of the sport, the industry, but also of women in the sport in particular, they just started a women in sp- water sports page, a sick Maui oh, women nice. water sport page. So, um, it's really cool to see them sort of be such a big global company that is really taking a lead. I feel like in, um, promoting and, um, encouraging women in the sport. So, so I feel pretty proud of, of that. And, uh, I, I'm, I'm curious, it's, it's literally just kicked off a couple of weeks ago. And, uh, if I haven't already invited you to the page, I'll definitely do that. But, um, I'm interested to see sort of where they go with it and they'll, they'll do stories and highlight women around the world that are doing anything from, you know, being anglers off of their board to, you know, uh, surf or paddleboard enthusiasts. Yeah. Yoga, all all of it. So it's really cool to see. And, uh, you know, something that, uh, Casey Ranowski, um, who's, my uh my go-to with the ambassador program it's it's cool to see i've never even met her in person but i feel like i know her you know but she's uh sort of this badass out of uh the east coast and she wrote an article that i thought was pretty powerful and right on you know spot on about women coming into their 40s and sort of finding their you know their power and whatever industry they're in, but especially in some of these sports that we do where we're becoming an entrepreneur and, and, and really sort of, uh, launching themselves. And yeah, I, I, I've seen it in my age group. Um, I'm coming up on 44 myself and I feel like a lot of the, the women that I've grown up with in this area are sort of in the last couple of years doing really, really cool things that take a ton of guts, like starting their own company or, you know, yeah, just their own brand, their own product, mm-hmm. and watching them do that is it's really, really cool to see sort of everything that they've experienced. And I, I felt like this for a long time um, or in the last year, I was kind of like, oh, everything that I've gone through in my life, whether it's a counselor, a group fitness instructor, um, mountain bike races, paddling, coming from water skiing as a kid, all of these things have sort of like led me to this 
baby called Uplift Adventure Retreats <laughs> that is sort of uh, taking everything that I've done or grown from along the way and like fusing it together into this thing. Yeah. So the other women doing that and, and running with it too. That's awesome. Yeah, I love it. The link, you, you sent me the link, right? Did I? Okay. I yeah, think you I, did. I, so yeah, for sure. Okay, got it. Yeah, I, I yeah I can even leave that in the uh, the show notes, the description. Yeah. Hope I sent it to you or not, because when I was filling out that pre farm, I I don't I was probably doing a million things and not thinking of everything in its entirety. But um, yeah, but yeah, if I, I will for sure. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, that's awesome. I mean, I you know. This, this all sounds great. And, uh, you know, we, we were able to get out even for a paddle together. So hopefully we could collaborate a little bit, a little bit more. And, um, especially since you're, you're right here, you're just, yeah, yeah I'd love <laughs> to, out to your way or, uh, figure out a way to, to, you know, use two of our groups together or something. Do some paddle fit on the pod. Maybe that would be awesome. <laughs> It would be cool. On your paddle yoga classes. I've never been on a pod. <laughs> the pod is awesome. <laughs> I love the pod. I love this idea. Yeah, I just, uh, you know, I don't have a yoga background, but I've always sort of worked it into group fitness classes that I did to warm up or cool down. And, yeah. and I just think it's so fun to play on the boards and it, you know, that's where I, uh, I think a lot of groups, you know, you get the serious, the coaching, learning how to paddle correctly. But at the end of it, when I'm, you know, being silly and doing a handstand or a headstand on the board or, mm -hmm. you know, row position or yeah. a tank or a triangle, you know, that's where people are like, oh, yeah. You know, if you're getting a picture of them doing something cool, that's what yeah. <laughs> they, they, they are. I don't know. They try more things when it's playful and, and just in fun. Yeah, definitely. I, I think that that's what happens a lot of times after class. It's like first show up all serious and, and then, you know, we do the yoga and everything like that. And then they're like, Oh, I'm going to try a headstand now. Like afterwards, you know, now the the pressure's off of, especially if they did fall in during class and it's like, you know, they've, uh, yeah yeah it's the, the pressure washed away and uh, you know they're willing to kind of try anything at that point yeah that's great mm -hmm. I love how the one lady last night she she likes to swim after so she just she just literally just gets in and like swims away from the pod oh my God, so funny yeah she's bringing all her friends out too so they're all having a lot of fun. They they even went and did a little quick paddle, like, to the middle. Well, not all the way in the middle of the lake, but, you know, farther away. Yeah. And off into the sunset, you know, just these cool photos and everything. And then they, uh, you know, they, they came back and uh, were having a, a ball. <laughs> oh, my God. That's awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. So. Yeah. I, I'm excited to see where you take it. Even if you don't have the answer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, you know, I think that, you know, even for you, they're all good things like, you know, surrounding it. And, you know, with that, that grit and determination, then, you know, anything's possible. Yeah. Yeah. Why, why, uh, put a, 
a label on it before you know what it's going to be. Let it unfold. Let it unfold. That's right. <laughs> awesome. I loved having you on and thank you so much for sharing, Julie. It was great. So awesome. Thanks for the conversation and the community. And yeah, I look forward to, to seeing you more out on the water as well. Yeah, for sure. The Uplift, what is the website called? Uplift Adventure Retreats. Uh, the website is upliftmindbodyspirit.com. Perfect. Awesome. I'll put all that in the notes too. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah.